episode of season two gentlemen podcast i'm your host ray where i'm a realist and someone you can relate to happy new year i'm back sorry for the wait if you're still doing new year's resolutions i just wondering have you already given up you know what i'm saying i, I bet somewhere i know i seen somewhere where somebody was like they drove by the gym gotta take baby steps that shit was mad funny but it's been a while um much longer than what I initially said it was going to be on the last episode of season one. But, well, shit happens. You feel me? Um, I said I was going to Detroit. I ended up going, obviously, to the uh, Lions-Cowboys game. You know, based off of it's been a while, you already know. I watched my team lose. But it happens. Happens, unfortunately. Thanksgiving, no. Came and went. I was so close to, you know, coming back, giving y'all season two early. But then I was like, nah, Christmas is coming up. Probably going to be inconsistent. So I just waited on it. But I got a lot planned for this season. Like guests, I'm going to have some segments I'm going to implement and much more. But to make up for all that, got a little story time. But first, let me say. Topics on this podcast will be, will range from sex, sports, relationships, music, etc. So it would be explicit. Sometimes. And we all grown. With that being said, here we go. Have you ever experienced friendly fire? Have you? All right, so y'all probably like, what, what's, what's friendly fire? So last week, I thought, it's New Year's, you know, New Year's Eve. I thought, why not have, you know, a woman come over and, you know, see, see what happens, have a couple of drinks, you know, bring in the new year together. Since I've been single, right? So to cut a long story short, we had this, you know, we got to the grown folks conversation. We had this explicit conversation. And I asked, what all dudes ask, we like to know, what have you done and what have you not done? And what's some stuff you wishing to do? You know what I mean? So she told me something she ain't never tried and something that she wanted to do. So she was like, I've always wanted to see what it, what it feels like to be Gucci man. And I was like, what you mean? And she was like, you know, <laughs> get the cream, no cone. So I was like, okay, okay, I see, I see what you're talking about. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to lay down, you know, I'm just going to lay down, right? So I'm laying down and she treating the, she treating the eggplant like a, like a shake weight, you know what I'm saying? And while this was going on, it didn't occur to me like maybe, I was laying in, you know, the worst position for an inexperienced person to catch the cream because they inexperienced, you know, catching the cream on the face. You feel me? So I had to find out the hard way. The 
friendly fire away. So I get to the best part of the story, you know, the climax. And it was all lovely. So lovely that I closed my eyes. And you know what it's like when you, you go outside and it, it look like it's about to rain. So you look up and you close your, your eyes and, and, and that big ass raindrop hits you on the side of the cheek. Friendly fire, man. I got so mad. I looked at her. I was like, man, give me back my Johnson, bro. Like, it. Shit had me so mad, bro, because I was like, bro, you know how us dudes is, how we feel when we touch our own shit. You feel me? And she was like, you know what every female says. She was like, but it's yours. But it's like, but I don't want it on my face. Or anywhere on me. You know what I mean? But speaking of friendly fire, y'all know what's going on. Donald Trump then got us in some stuff, right? World War III. As some of us believe it may happen or may not happen. And we've seen the memes. A lot of them were funny. Real funny. Especially the future memes. And I seen a post where This one, this one soldier, he had, he, he felt like we shouldn't be making memes. A lot of people's lives are at risk that may be coming back, may not be coming back. And some people agree with what Trump did. A lot of us, mostly, us sane people disagree. But when it comes to, because I was former military, when it comes to people risking their lives for the country, it's like, you know what you signed up for at the end of the day. It's a uh, prayers out to all of them. You know what you signed up for, though? Like, if some people want to pat, pat you on the back, some people going to pat you on the back, some people ain't going to pat you on the back. But when it comes down to it, truthfully, you know what you're getting yourself into. When you sign up, when you sign that dotted line, you're 18. Now, to me, because of all the new laws that's been passed, you can't smoke until you're 21 especially here in Texas, already effect. I think they passed it for the rest of the United States. So I don't know when that's going to kick in. But it's like, if you can't smoke or drink until you're 21, I feel like they should change it to where Army recruiters can't come uh, get the kids in high school to sign up. And if they do, they have to have a, a, you know, a parent or guardian nearby. Because to me, when I was 18 and I signed my Army contract, I didn't really think about how much that it would affect me. Because every contract is eight years. They'll tell you, oh, you do your six years active, you do your two years inactive. Or if you go active duty, you do your three years active and then you do your five years inactive. But as a kid, an 18-year-old or a 17-year-old, you don't fully take into consideration that time that you would have to spend doing that unless... Until it started becoming inconvenient. That's when you think about like, dang, bro, I got to do this three more years. I wanted to move to a whole nother state, but I don't feel like going through that paperwork process because, you know, the Army slogan is, hurry up and wait. So I think people need to think about that more. Like, when you, especially if you're over 18, if you're 21 or something, signing up for any type of branch of the military, you need to think about your decisions 
You need to think about what country you're serving. You need to think about that eight-year contract is going to span multiple presidents. So you never know who you're going to get up in there. And most Republican presidents are known to go to war. And a lot of military people like Republican presidents because some of them join the military just to be able to kill somebody if we're going to keep it a thousand. So I feel like you should understand the ramifications of what you're doing when you're signing that dotted line. You're signing your life away. And until you know what it feels like to sign your life away, you probably ain't going to be able to understand. When you can't do stuff that you want to do, you got to dress a certain way, you got to act a certain way. Um, technically, when you're military, you can't even speak out against the president. So that's that. And then a lot of people say they sign up for the benefits. I think there's way, 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 way more avenues you can go about it than to go about getting great benefits without having to do the military. Hell, you could be a truck driver. I'm a truck driver now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people I see that's Army Reserve end up being a truck driver. But it's like that's one of the, the ways to wait. make way more money than in the military unless you get some rank. But specialists, uh, P, PF, uh, PFC, private first class, which is basically an E3. Then you got your E2, PV, blah, blah, blah. If you ain't a sergeant, you ain't really making money. And even sergeants, some of them ain't really making money. You know what I'm saying? As a truck driver, you could touch 60000 your first year and have good benefits. Are you putting your life on the line? Yes, because, you know, people drive crazy. In the military, are you putting your life on the line? Of course. A lot of people thought that, hey, when I join, we join in a peaceful time. Ain't really got to worry about no war. But you never know what could pop off. You never know what could kick off. So I feel like if you're going to make the decisions, understand what you're getting yourself into. But as well, don't look for sympathy because you signed up. It'd be different if we was getting drafted. But we not. So I think people don't, Think about the decision they're making until everything hits the fan. Until, oh, dang, we might be going to war. It might be a World War III. And I think, truly, if we actually did have a World War III, it's the draft is coming back. It's not going to be enough people to go around if we're going to keep it a 1,000. So you got to understand, we got to understand and make better decisions and not do it because we want a retirement fund or we want good benefits. And at the end of the day, we know what type of country we, um, when you're in the military, who you're fighting for. You're fighting for a country that's not, what people keep saying we're fighting for our freedom. We're not fighting for our freedom. We're fighting to expand our territory. Everybody knows by now that even Dave Chappelle had it on his skits on the Dave Chappelle show. We know that the Iraqi war, war besides the 9-11 the attack, was fought because we wanted they all. Also, the vice president, Dick Cheney, made a lot of money off of it as a, uh, basically signing his company up as a private contractor. So you know what we're dealing with. You know what type of country this is. You know we do BS. We like to say, oh, that country look like they ain't free. We want them to be like us. But we know we ain't really truly free over here anyway. Especially as black people. So I urge people to start actually thinking about their actions instead of just thinking about benefits.
It's other ways to go about them benefits. UPS got good benefits. FedEx got good benefits. Go deliver a package for life. You know what I'm saying? Get some good benefits that way. But if you're going to sign your life up, sign, basically sign away your rights to your life. You know, if you're going to be G.I. Joe, you know what G.I. Joe stands for? Government issue. Because you become government property. We're going to keep it real. But, like I said, look forward to to guests. I'm going to have some guests. I'm going to have some local artists. I'm going to have, try to get some entrepreneurs. I want to get some sex therapists. I want to get, this might be pushing it. Maybe some entertainers, some female entertainers. uh, But all types of stuff, because I want to cover a wide range of topics. I want to see where everybody's mindset is. I want to see the different perspectives, the different lifestyles, all that. You know, I'm trying to do positive things, but we can do positive things without just being all goody two-shoes about it. You feel me? So, and definitely, we're going to definitely talk about sports and music. Love music. Uh, Poets. Try to get some poets on here. Give y'all some poetry. But for now, that's all I got. I know this was a short episode. These episodes will be live streamed. I'm going to try to do them on Sundays between 6 and like 9 p.m. But I will definitely send out uh, a tweet. So you got to follow me on Twitter. Ray Gentsman, R-A-Y-G-E-N-T-S-M-E-N. Also Instagram, Gentsman Podcast, G-E-N-T-S-M-E-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. So follow me on there. Keep up with everything. And I'm out.